Welcome to Movie Butts. I'm Arnie Joe. And I'm Dean. And, you know, this is a podcast where we do a bunch of math to determine the best and worst of a certain topic. Those topics are things like, um, you know, directors, studios, franchises, and for once I can finally fucking say it, actors! Um, you know, <laughs> I've been trying to figure out a way to say it for a while, because I'm like, I swear we've done actors before, but this is the first time we've actually properly done an actor, yeah? Yeah, we did, we did, um, Sean Connery, kind of, but the, but the Bond. But the one. Bond one. This so is the first time we were just straight up the just actor's done an actor, name. Yeah. yeah. So that math includes the, you know, the Rotten Tomatoes audience and critics score, the IMDb user rating, Metacritic the box office and the budget. And basically if you put it all into a spreadsheet and do a bit of averaging and calculations and stuff, uh, there's clearly the most popular and the least popular. Every now and then there's a don't give up. We have to find a stupid way to figure it out. But most of the time it's actually quite clear what's the best and what's the worst. Um, what was our topic this week and what film was the best? Um, we did the amazing <laughs> Bruce Lee and uh, the best one was Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. So uh, in, in terms of uh, Bruce Lee's films, um, I had to ignore a bunch of really weird fucked up Frankenstein films that came out after he died. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for most part, uh, audiences loved his films. You'll see that he has quite a substantial audience approval rating, but... In terms of critical response and commercial response, Enter the Dragon is his peak. Like, none of his other films even touch Enter the Dragon in terms of box office performance and critical reception. I think that had to do with... This is his first proper mainstream American film. I think this is the first proper co-production between China and America, which is pretty big. Um, in terms of cinema history nowadays, the fucking Chinese market's the future. Everyone wants to fucking co-produce with China to get that, you know, that Chinese money. <laughs> get that, get that yen. You know, that they, sweet, they throw in a, a cameo from, is, is yen China? Am, am I? I don't know, you know, and, uh, I don't really care. I'm pretty sure yen <laughs> is Chinese. So. It's yin or yen. Let's, uh, I'll leave that there. <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of movies these days, like the Marvel movies or the DC movies, have like a cameo from like a fucking Chinese pop star. And like, I think it was in um, Iron Man 3, they just had a, a whole scene dedicated to this like big Chinese actor just yeah. to get him in the movie. But it's it wasn't even, that scene wasn't even in the movie for the, uh, you know, the standard release. So it's, this uh, this is pre a pretty big deal um, mm. that, that this movie was made. Um, before I get too much into the semantics of it all, uh, do you want to give us a plot description for Enter the Dragon? Um, so, Bruce Lee, his character's name is just Lee in this. So, Lee is a Shaolin monk, um, and uh, he's like the best of the their fighters whether they're like he's he's like living on a mountain with the shaolin monks and they, they they you know they train in martial arts and um and then his his master tells him yeah there was this other guy that i trained but he turned out to be an asshole 
and uh, you're going to have to stop him. And then there's this um, British guy in a suit that shows up and he's like, yeah, um, um, we need you to, to stop this guy. He's having a fight tournament and uh, we need you to like kill him. And so, so Bruce Lee goes to the, the tournament on this guy's island and um, there's some other dudes who were there well as, as well and it's like a fighters tournament and um, yeah and then he does like some kind of espionage stuff and fights fights a bit does some takes his shirt off that's enter the dragon that's enter the dragon uh... <laughs> Uh, it's also worth mentioning that this film kind of has three main characters. There's, yeah, Bruce Lee, which you said was Lee. And mm. then there was uh, the these two Vietnam vets that know each other that I, I kind of look as pers- uh, perspective characters as well. So mm. there's Roper and I think Williams was the other guy's name. Yeah. Um, so it's like the tournament from their perspective whilst Lee is, you know, being a, being a, a gunless spy. Um, this film is incredibly, and, and, and I feel like a stupid idiot. Like I'm like trying to watch Hungarian movies from the seventies and sixties, new wave and Italian neorealism. And I Mm. haven't seen enter the fucking dragon before. Mm -hmm. This film literally is the reason why almost 90% of fighting games exist. Yeah, yeah. This, this is... movie is so fucking important, and I'm a moron for not watching it before. What did you What did you think of Enter the Dragon? Mm. Yeah, it's all right. You didn't like it? Uh, no, not really. Like, okay. I get, I I get what it is, you know, and I can respect the influence. <clears throat> and um, at the time when this came out. I, I probably would have been like, that was the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, I've, I've seen everything that was influenced by it. And there's like just a tremendous amount of worship for Bruce Lee and this movie. And I'd never seen a Bruce Lee thing before. I'd just seen that poster so many times and talk people talking about how good it is. And, and then, you know, so when I'm sitting down to watch it, I'm like, okay, I'm finally going to watch this. I didn't, didn't, I had no idea what it was about either. I'm just like, okay, cool. Enter the dragon. And then I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's incredibly basic, incredibly basic. And kind of boring really you found it boring i liked the first half because i thought it was gonna get even crazier but then it just um then it just doesn't you know like uh i liked all the where they're introducing the 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 other two characters and when they're all on the boat i'm like oh cool so it's gonna be sort of like a these guys are, are like a, a team. And I was wondering if they've also been sent there to take this guy down and they're going to work together or something, or eventually they're going to work together. And they kind of, they, they kind they kind of do at the end after Williams 
gets dies. taken out. Yeah. Well, I actually looked at the trivia. Williams and Lee actually never speak to each other during the film. Yeah. Those yeah, characters right. never interact at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's really weird. So in that um, way, um, Rope is kind of the DNA in terms of bringing those two stories together a little bit. Yeah. See, I liked the um, that it was like a black exploitation film. Yeah. It felt like, uh, like Lee is basically like James Bond, and I that he gets sent on this mission, you know, and mm. but it's like a black exploitation film at the same time with some um, kung fu thrown in there, and I was yeah. like, oh. This is this is awesome. This is gonna be sick. Um and then it's just like just a bunch of fight scenes. I felt like in the second half it just got really boring. Like the they they set up all this shit and then they're like, ah fuck it. He just fights everyone. Interesting. Um, like, oh, okay. I thought and 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 you know, like, I, I need to go and watch his other films now, but I was kept very much interested because I thought Bruce Lee was surprisingly charming and a good actor in this. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, he kept me engaged through most of it. Um, I do I do know what you mean about the second act. Like, the, the setup is that it's this tournament and he's there to spy and, you know, assassinate the bad guy. And I thought it was interesting that it was set around a tournament and I thought that the tournament might have had more to do with it, mm. but it's kind of just there. Yeah. Like that, like it, I was kind of expecting it to get a bit, um, I don't want to say Dragon Ball Z, whatever, but I thought that, you know, there's all the espionage shit happening, but at the same time, he's working his way through opponents in the tournament. Like that's yeah. what I thought the direction was going to go. That's what I thought it that's what I thought it was going to be as well. And I was super hyped for that. And it didn't become that. It kind of yeah, it it kind of became a bit scattershot in the second half. But they I just have some tournament fights that yeah. don't have anything to do with the the plot. They just they just they just happen to show yeah. off some kung fu choreography. But I, they don't they don't really contribute to the narrative. I absolutely love the fight scene with the henchman. I absolutely loved that. You know the scar guy? Mm, yeah. Where well, so Bruce he, Lee fights the guy with the scar in the yeah, tournament. You, yeah. You mean he murders him? <laughs> yeah. Like the, at the beginning of the movie, we see a scene in which I think his sister, I think they imply that it's his sister. Mm-hmm. Or someone, someone part of his family is like they're doing a similar job and, you know, she's fighting a way out and um, he's cornered her. He's going to fucking, I think, like capture her and torture her or something. And she, she ends up just killing herself, which mm-hmm. is intense. But it sets up this guy, this henchman is like a really scary motherfucker. And then when we get to the tournament and they have their fight, you expect it to be like this big epic battle between the two. And it's not. It's literally just Lee fucking him up. And I thought it was so great. Like, I was just so, like, like thrown into left field when I started seeing it. Because I'm like, no, this is not how this goes. Mm -hmm. It's the bad guy's meant to dominate. And then the good guy 
you know, cause his way out at the end, but they, but it was like a red herring and it's just this absolutely one-sided massacre of that poor bastard. Like, yeah, he just gets... I liked, I liked that bit too. Yeah. Um, it was, but... it was really fun. I don't know. Like I, I like the final battle as well. Um, I just, yeah, I just wish that the tournament played more into the, the narrative. Yeah. Cause I thought, um, that the film, like the first half of the film is is worth um the the narrative being more detailed because it would have been what i was expecting was that the tournament was going to play a large role and um also that those uh williams and what's the other guy's name roper what's that sorry williams and roper is that their name yeah and I thought that they were going to, like, their story was going to basically merge with Lee's. And he's like, no, I'm here as a fucking agent, whatever. And then they're like, oh, we'll help you out. And then you would have some, like, cool scenes of, you know, Bruce Lee getting into a fight while fucking Williams and Roper are, you know, going through the secret base. And, and then because... At the beginning, it's like all fun and exploitational that you'd, you'd have some like cool scene where um, Bruce Lee's fighting some guy and then and then Williams like uncovers this thing and Roper's like, what is it? And he's like, this cat's got a nuke. And then fucking turns out he's going to try to ransom the whole world or something. I wanted to go a bit more stupid James Bond like thing. I think it right. took itself too seriously. Because it doesn't take itself... I love how you're wanting something to go James Bond. Yeah, but, like, (laughs) add a bit... We spent hours, like, with you hating that. (laughs) That's what I felt like it needed. I didn't like the... I didn't like the thing about his sister. Like, because he's there barely getting revenge, right? It's just kind of thrown in there. Well, that's why I was, like, even questioning it. Like, I was like, is it's kind of his sister? Like, they don't really... Yeah. Go into it enough. I don't think it, I don't, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it needed it to try to give him an um, emotional um, motivation. I think he's just there. He should just be there to do a job, but then it needed something like a fucking end of the world stakes. You know, it's Mm. just like, they have to stop this guy because he's uh, killing women on his island. They're like, yeah, we found some bodies in the ocean and these women have died from a heroin overdose. Okay. What's your real beef with this dude? Is he do is he like how this guy should be more of a fucking international criminal, you know? I wanted to hear them be like, and Lee, we think he might be harboring chemical super weapons. We need you to go in there and check if we're right. You know what I mean? And then it becomes this, you know, and that that elevates the stakes more, and 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 plays into the 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 campiness that it that it's set up with, rather than just like, what was he doing? Like, what was all that underground base shit? There was what was even happening there? So yeah, uh, so like he's, I, I he is like an international criminal. Like he is a. He is a gangster. He's a pretty intense gangster from what I got. You know what I mean? Like has his thumbs in a lot of pies. Yeah, but what does he actually do 
that is illegal. Right. Well, you know, he's he runs the world's biggest prostitution ring and, and he murders girls. That's pretty big. Yeah, but that's not like crazy campy villain big. Like Yeah. He I'd should see... be like he should be like you know fucking he's got like a like bombs or something. He's gonna try to take over the world or something fucking crazy. Nah, nah. so like I'm like honest to goodness, I think you can run that trope into the ground, which Marvel have done. Mm. Every every plot, every next chapter, the stakes get higher and higher. Um, remember, remember the the plan for what was the the what was the bad guy's plan in Casino Royale. What was his motivation? What was his oh. overarching goal? I don't know. I have no idea. It wasn't big, if I remember correctly. It wasn't ending the world big. No, so, like, and I don't think I don't think Casino Royale needs it because Casino Royale is like a more nuanced film. This thing is like camp as fuck at points, but then doesn't go all the way with it. It's got a, the bad guy has like a claw hand. Exactly. You know, he's on an, he's on an island of ninjas and it's like ninjas fighting. Exactly. He's got a henchman who is, who has a scar on his face. He's got this huge bodybuilding henchman guy. It's like, you've got all those, you've got a guy with a big Afro doing Kung Fu and it's like. All See, right. I would have found that as jumping the shark. If they if they had made him have chemical weapons, I would have liked it less. No, I would have I would have enjoyed it. I would have been like, cool. Yeah, just go full all out with it. Because I'm not gonna fucking sit here and give a shit that someone killed this cunt's sister and I'm meant to take that seriously while this motherfucker has a fucking bear claw for a hand. Come on, that's stupid. Mm, no, nah, like I, I, if you're I gonna be w- stupid, be stupid. Uh, honest to goodness, I thought it was stupid enough and fun enough in in its points. Again, you you are right in like it loses its focus, but I was just kind of enjoying the fights and stuff like that, and I was really impressed by a lot of it. Did you did you like Bruce Lee's performance in this? Um, he's okay. I think that he um. I don't know, this this is this is gonna get me fucking karate chopped, but uh I find the noises he makes to be really annoying. And, Not really. And kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the faces he pulls, I'm like, what? Did why didn't the director be like, Can you not do that? That's you look you look like a fucking weirdo. I don't yeah, I don't like the noises and I don't like the faces he pulls. Um I think he's kind of a shitty actor, but that's fine. Um, I what I think he's really what really sells him is he's got this look that he gives, like his eyes. He's got charisma. He's got he's like got a got natural this, charisma to him. Yeah, he's got this stare, which just he says so much with a stare, and that's mm. that's really impressive. As soon as he starts talking. It's kind of laughable, but when he's not talking, that's when he's at his best because he can just convey so much with um with a simple look. I was really impressed by that. Uh, um, I, I I didn't have any issues with him talking. Um, 
you know, I might be racist here, but I'm pretty sure English isn't his first language. And I thought he was pretty articulate. Why would that be, why would that be racist to assume Bruce Lee's first well, did, language isn't English? Well, his name's Bruce, for one. Um, I don't, is that his, is that his, um... I don't know, but also he did spend a lot of time in America. Like, so he tried to break out in the sixties and it didn't work. And he had to go back to like Hong Kong to yeah. like make these other films to kind of get in through the back door. So I think he had spent a lot of time in America, mm-hmm. but like for someone who isn't a native English speaker, I thought he was really articulate. Um, that mixed with his natural charisma. I thought he did quite a good job. Um, with the kind of dialogue that he was given. Like, mm-hmm. I could see him trying. Like, think about, remember Roddy Piper in Hell Comes to Frogtown? Mm-hmm. Like, you can only do so much with what you're given. Mm-hmm. But for the life of him, Roddy Piper in Hell Comes to Frogtown was trying really hard. Yeah. Um, I got a similar feeling from Bruce Lee here. Yeah. That not everything he got was great, but you could, I could see him really trying. And for for the most part probably doing the best he could with the content no he's a he's a professional and he's pretty good i you know i always cut a lot of slack with these guys like you know jean-claude van damme and arnold schwarzenegger they're not very good actors but the reason that they're cast isn't because of their acting you know like Jean-Claude Van Damme is a real martial artist. That's why he's doing the film and his acting is, is passable and he has charisma. And it's like, Bruce Lee is the same thing. It's like, he's there because he's like really fucking good at martial arts and he has a natural charisma that he looks good on camera and his acting is passable. I thought the dialogue was pretty good. I thought it was, um, I was actually really impressed with, um, especially earlier on in the film, the dialogue is really sharp. Mm. And, um, uh, I was, I was really impressed with that because in a film like this, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, but I think it's really well written. So at what points were you finding yourself bored? I was super into it. Um, right up to the point where Williams dies. Right. Okay. It's like as soon as he dies, the f- it, the film just takes a nosedive for me that I was sitting there and struggling to pay attention because I was like, "Oh my god, what happened?" I was so into this, and then suddenly I'm just like, "What? What? <laughs> What's going on?" I I am trying to think now. After Williams dies, it does become a bit of a blur for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I think there's like one more tournament day thing. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce Lee chases the bad guy into his lair, if I remember correctly. And there's then they start more... fighting in the mirrors. There's one more tournament day thing. Yeah. And then he goes back to the underground place. He goes in there twice, doesn't he? Like on a rope. Like he uses he goes the in same there... rope. Yeah, he goes in there once, but we don't really he doesn't really go that deep into it. Yeah. And then after Williams dies, he he's back in there. Yeah. And then he just, he sneaks in there, which is really cool. All his stealth scenes are, are, are cool. They're more impressive than the fight scenes, in my opinion. Watching yeah. him jump around and be stealthy is really cool. I like the snake bit. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, and then he just fights everyone. 
um, and then he gets captured and then he puts him back in the tournament and then Roper uh, and him help a, like a big brawl. Wait, they were meant to fight each other, weren't they? That was yeah. the... Yeah. yeah, but instead they make a big brawl happen. And so everyone starts fighting each other. And then in the chaos, Lee chases the main bad guy into his office and where he puts on his bear claw and starts scratching at, at him. Um, that's a boring fight scene until he, he then goes into the mirror room. And then the mirror room is really cool. It's really mm. impressive because uh, they didn't have the technology to just uh, like in the, in, in John wick two that have that cool mirror shit going on. They can just digitally remove the camera later. So yeah. here they had to be um, extra careful, extra careful and really plan it out. Mm. And it looks great. It's, it's fantastic. This but, film was only made for $850,000. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of the production value and a lot of the things for that budget is pretty, pretty exceptional, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of design and camera work and all that. I think a lot of movies made for more in 1973 didn't look as good as this film. Yeah. It's got a lot of, um, it's got a lot of creativity. Like when they're at that party scene, you know, all the fighters arrive and they're, they're just like, eating food and dancing and there's a big party going on. Mm. And then the guy who owns the island, you know, the main bad guy comes in and everyone just freezes. And then once he leaves, um, they, they, they start back up again and the way it's shot, um, looks really cool. And Mm. that's the type of thing that creates, uh, that, um, you, you need to have a lot of imagination do so you I have more a lot of that. Mm-hmm. positives to say about this film than negatives or more negatives than positives? More positives. It was, it's mostly positive. I just think that the, the story just turns into nothing after Williams dies. It's kind of, I felt like um, it was quite a, a pulpy plot, you know, for the first half that I was, I was excited that it was, um, you know, it, it had like a rich story, mm. just, just full of a lot of interesting characters. And then, you know, after Williams dies, it's like, they're just like, now, oh, well, you know what? Everyone's just here to watch this fucking dude fight everyone. So let's just have him fight everyone. If And I was like, oh, I was, I was liking the, the you know, the, the pulpiness of it. And then that just kind of thins out hypothetically if he didn't so bruce lee died i think a couple of weeks before this movie was released um hypothetically you saw this you weren't happy with the ending but for the most part you were enjoying the film Mm. if per se he didn't die and and there was another one would you go and see the next one yeah i mean like if I found out that there was an Enter the Dragon 2, like he didn't die and there's an Enter the Dragon 2, I'd probably watch it. Because mm. it's all right. It's it, cool. To like, me, it gives franchise vibes. Like this could have, there could have been more. Yeah. And I would have like, been surprised if there wasn't, if he didn't die. 
This is like, uh, yeah, this really could have been Bruce Lee's James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like the, the next one is called, you know, some other shit. And mm. then he's the, cause he is like a secret Revenge agent. Revenge of the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Something, something. Yeah. Uh. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what it is. I liked this more than James Bond, which I hated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I see why people think it's so great, but mm. I was, uh, ultimately just kind of disappointed, but I've been spoiled with, you know, advancements in, you know, film fight scenes but would you know and all of those films uh, owe their and inspiration games. to yeah owe their inspiration to enter the dragon you i know. saw the these the fingerprints of this movie are over is over so much media yeah even i mean in, i just even bought in stupid little ways i just bought the new mortal Kombat today and um that's definitely hugely inspired Oh, 100%. It and uh, Street Fighter. Like, it's just... It's just somehow this thing was just... I, I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to say it's ahead of its time, but it probably... I could probably say it's ahead of its time and not feel like I'm talking out my asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like... Just so many aspects of it. I'm like, oh, I felt this before, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just wish... Yeah, I, I just really wish it committed to that tournament aspect of it more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what, what I was interested. That's what got me interested in it um, was how is this tournament going to really play into the plot? And, you know, if it turns into just total bedlam at the end, I'm happy with it. But as long as that's part of the story, you know, could you imagine if we saw like a leaderboard and we saw who was going to verse who, and that was kind of part of the drama as well, you know, that, that, that sounds cool. Yeah, kind of like the Cell games in Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, just Dragon Ball Z tournaments. I love that shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I also I have to say I like the the excuse that and the reason they give for the bad guys not having guns. Yeah, like which it is... seems like they thought it thought it out a bit. It's like no, he's had a bad experience with guns. He doesn't want to be shot, so like guns are banned from the island. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like. A clever way to kind of get around, you know, because you know, if, if Bruce Lee's running at you, you shoot the cunt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> you just put him down. Like, but uh, but you know, I, I thought it was a like a logical enough reason. Uh, so, yeah, because you can't have guns in there. Yeah, well, like if anyone asks me why I don't want guns in my house, I'll say it's because I don't want to get shot. So yeah. <laughs> you know, logical enough. Um. But yeah, no, I think I, I think I'm more agreeing with you on the last third than I originally thought I was going to because it's even just a bit of a blur for me now. Mm. Like I remember everything up until then, and then after that, it just like every like the the black the the ones in black and the ones in white are all fighting, and then Bruce Lee chases the bad guy down, and then I very distinctly remember that whole final fight. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. The mirror scene's really cool. It's just um I was really hoping to see um like more of a a team up, like 
Williams, Roper, even that other guy, um, who's like an asshole at the beginning. Oh, the Kiwi dude? Yeah. Like maybe, you know, they all team up and they're trying to like help him out with his, with his freaking espionage shit. And then they, mm. got, then they, then they got to learn to, to, to work together, you know, and then mm. just see some like some more of Williams who was dope. He's way more entertaining to me than Bruce Lee. I'm sorry, but, uh, he was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, um but they didn't, didn't really do anything. Wasn't his story, I guess. Um, I, I really liked and was laughing and, and I think it was okay that I was laughing at it, but you know how they kind of told the backstories in that really weird flashback format? Yeah. I, I loved that. I thought it was, that was like really campy and fun. Like you just see a character and then I think it's like the, you know, the water effect. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's this flashback. Yeah. Um, And they're all, they're all, um, Having their flashbacks at the exact same point on the water. Yeah. I thought that was clever and cute. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like that kind of shit, like cute shit going on. mm. And then it, and then I think like it just then starts to take itself too seriously and it's, and and it feels a bit dry. It loses a lot of that flavor that's there early on in favor of just, just, I know that that's what people like about this movie is Bruce Lee just fighting everyone, but that underground scene gets ridiculous because he's just fighting nonstop, and it's like, I get it, okay, I'm, and I I am actually interested in this plot. You've done a good job setting all this shit up, and now I want to see some you know real fucking twists and turns and. You, you set up these interesting characters and now you just decided to put it all to the side so I can watch this, uh, these really long action scenes. I, 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 I get it. But like, think about you've got your leading man is one of the world's best martial artists. Yeah. And there is a large percent of the audience that are watching to see him do that. Mm hmm. Um, it's like having the world's greatest chef over at your house and then ordering a pizza. Yeah, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind of like you, you you have him there and he has a special skill. Um, why not? And, and it, it was, it was kind of like him. It was like an audition for him to get back into Hollywood. That's what the, he treated this film as, is his, his, his next chance to break through into the Americas. Mm. And it and it sadly it did, but you know he was already fucking dead. So, mm-hmm. like from that standpoint, I totally understand why. But mm-hmm. I think I, I don't think the film starts t- to take itself too seriously. I think the writer and director and whoever made it may have just not really known how to end it. Yeah, because it does kind of just become, yeah, total bedlam. Like it's just. Fight scene, fight scene, um, and yeah, I, I guess it's I guess with action movies, uh, that's why there's so many bad ones is because they don't really know how to motivate the uh, the action. Yeah. Remember we we watched Die Hard Five and we just had no idea what the fuck was going on half the time. Yeah, just because they they clearly didn't and they made it in the edit. 
Um, not that this is the same thing, but but I think it just ran out of steam narrative-wise. Yeah, because they have to make room for all the fight scenes. You know, it's good, though. It's still pretty good. Mm. I mean, I like I said, there's just... This, this is such a legendary movie and I hadn't seen it before. So I was like, all right, I'm really going to be in for some shit here. And I had just like a, a couple of nights earlier, just watched all three John Wicks. All right. And so this stuff looked really lame comparatively, which is not a fault of the film. It's just, there's just been advancements since then. But you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just... I'm just talking about my personal experience, my personal experience sitting there watching it. I was like, oh, this is fun. And then Williams dies and then it carries on. And I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bored, but hey, I I get it. Yeah. And and again, the, the, the things that you're not liking about it is probably some of the stuff that a lot of it's really intense fans love about it. So yeah like um, here i am here i am being like yeah there should be less shirtless bruce lee fighting and enter the dragon and more of the um secret agent plot please <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the opposite of what that's a lot of not, people would yeah be that thinking. is that is not what people want i'm um the i have a a, a few things i want to talk about bruce lee's philosophy and such Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm hoping you're okay with saving that for our review of, uh, game of death, mm-hmm. um, because it, it has a, f- a bit more to do with that film mm-hmm. and there's less to really talk about that film except for how frankenstein it is. So, mm-hmm. um, do you have anything else you really want to say about this before we move on to the reviews? Uh, no, I'll read the reviews. I can just do a little summary later. Um, so we're going to read them now. Well, yeah. All right, cool. So the citizen cane of the martial arts films genre. That's a fucking statement. (laughs) It's a 10 out of 10 by, sorry, I'm burping because I, I just always burp when it comes to reviews. Yeah. Cause I'm usually either drinking a beer or, um, I'm usually drinking a beer and then today I'm <laughs> today I'm today I'm drinking ginger beer. Oh okay. So it's still a beer, just not a alcoholic one. Unless yeah, it's I an alcoholic up, ginger beer. No, no, I picked up some um mineral waters and ginger beers. I don't fucking I have no idea why. Just keep burping, bro, it's fine. Okay. Um despite films two thousand four. This person's name is Films with a Z, 2004, and it was written in 2004. I'm not going to try to figure out why they did that because it's definitely. Maybe they make a new account every year? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I hope so. That would be funny. What more can be said of the man whom millions consider one of the greatest action stars of all time? Enter the Dragon is the Citizen Kane and Bruce Lee is the Orson Welles of the martial arts film genre. What the fuck <laughs> does that even mean? <laughs> He's really good. That's just the most wank thing I've ever heard. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, 
I he, feel self-conscious when I just mention Orson Welles. He's and this the, cunt's like calling Bruce Lee Orson Welles. He's the Orson Welles of martial art. Then what was Orson Welles? Orson Welles was the fat one that sold champagne. No, I know who Orson Welles is, but he's saying he's the Orson Welles of martial arts movies. Well, what is Orson Welles? What's well, gosh, his of course he's the Orson Welles of cinema. Just films. Okay, just for- Just film in general, obviously. I don't, I don't feel like Orson Welles is really held up in such high, reg- like widespread high regard. You know? Well, that's that's debatable. There's a lot uh, of he's, people he's... who are very critical of that guy. I don't think anyone thinks he's a hack, but there's there's I'm pretty sure there's a there's a wide opinion that he just got lucky with Citizen Kane, and then the rest of his things were quite duddish. You know, no, that, that he he that's he, not my he's, opinion. He is a he is a Orson Welles was a genius. It's just after after Citizen Kane, he got blacklisted and he lost director's cut. So that's the only movie that was made where he had full control. And I then know. after that, the studios started fucking with him and his I movies. Know. Yeah, I would bring that up constantly at film school when I was arguing with the production teachers about why you should leave me alone. If Orson Welles was allowed to do whatever he wanted, then they, then they were like, if Orson Welles was allowed to do whatever he wanted, he would have sent the company bankrupt. And then I'd be like... Who the fuck said that? Um, who was... Uh, I'm not going to Oh, God. Uh, let's not get into it. But whoever that person <laughs> is, fuck them. That's dumb shit. And also, Dane, can I just say I love you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, good. Anyway, right, continue. You agree with my opinion. I do agree with your opinion. <laughs> okay. From the opening... Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, where am I? This film marked the most successful merging of both Hong Kong and American cinema. From the opening scene to the final fight scene, it was Bruce Lee at his best. His near-perfect physique, <laughs> chill out, leading man good looks, okay, and innate charisma transcended the derivative script and gave it a timeless quality. <laughs> um... Having read the original draft of Enter the Dragon, originally titled Blood and Steel. This cunt read the script? This guy fucking loves Bruce Lee. He wants to kiss Bruce Lee. The the final film is a far cry from it. He turned major monologues into short but memorable phrases like, it is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Very few people then and now could utter those words and be taken seriously. It was Bruce Lee, not writer Michael Allen, who gave the movie its spiritual core, and it was Bruce Lee, not director, not director Robert Klaus, who gave it its sense of cinematic style. Proof of this lies in the fact that both Allen and Klaus were never able to reproduce the quality or success of Enter the Dragon before or after Bruce Lee. Bruce borrowed heavily from Clint Eastwood's persona and gave it his own unique twist. After all these years, Enter the Dragon stands alone in the genre and stands as one of Hollywood's most profitable feature films. Um, okay. That- I See, the thing is, I, I agree with a lot of what he's saying, but I hate his finality and, uh, like, pig-headed, this is the best... Here, here are some reasons why it's good, and here are some reasons why I think it worked. But mm-hmm. he's like, uh, he's dealing in absolutes, and that, and I hate when people do that. Yeah. So it just, yeah. It just, it just sounds like wank. 
Like, stop talking in absolutes. Like, yeah, it, you're probably right about the director and how this film, uh, was, you know, was probably the only reason it was good is because of Bruce Lee's involvement. But don't sound like a twat when you say it. <laughs> you know? I don't think... Okay, I think Bruce Lee is really good. Um, but I don't think it's like the only reason it works. I think the other characters are really cool. I think the setting is great. I think he's more implying that like, and, and it is known that Bruce Lee had a lot to do with this. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, he was a unofficial producer on this film and he mm-hmm. did come up with a lot of it. So I think that's where he's coming from. Not necessarily just his performance, oh, okay. but more his involvement in the film. You know, I feel like I have to kind of take this guy at his word because he read the original script. Which is pretty you know, intense. He fucking loves this shit. I don't and... think it's it's really worth digging that deep into, you know, unless, of course, you are, you know... And it, there are a lot of people that really love Bruce Lee. And, like, mm. I watched a documentary and I started reading stuff before I watched this film. Mm. And I have to say my opinion of the man is very high. Mm. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. And even from reading and listening and watching all this stuff, I see no reason to not believe what Films 2004 is saying in terms of his involvement. The next one we're watching, which is Game of Death, after Bruce Lee died, this director, Robert Klaus, is the one that finished it. And that movie is... a it's, Spoilers, it's going to be really bad. You know? So mm-hmm. even with that context, it just sounds like maybe, yeah, this movie is the Bruce Lee film. Anyway. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay, this is a one out of 10 review by Harry Plinkett 14. Rubbish, written on 15th June 2018. This kind of feels like a porno. (laughs) (laughs) A porno has a thin storyline designed to justify all the sex scenes. Likewise, this film has a moronic and nonsensical plot designed as an excuse to shove in fight scenes. That is every action movie. Yep. What are you talking about? That is every action movie. And in fact, I thought this one did a much better job than most in implementing a story and we some, know why and they're some all interesting there. characters. Yeah. Um, you know, I won't even go into the stupidity of this film and I will just say that maybe a person with a gun could kill all these idiots who fight using nothing but their fists. Oh yeah, idiots. But hey, for some reason, no one in these films ever uses guns, so they have to fight for an eternity. (laughs) (laughs) I was not impressed by the action at all. It is pretty dull and often involuntarily funny. I guess low IQ teenagers might find this enjoyable. Most others won't. Whoa. <laughs> I think this, Hey, Harry, Harry Plinkett 14. I have a feeling you're in the minority, you know, this is such <laughs> a, a lot of weird, people enjoy this shit. This is such a weird from 2018. What a fucking strange review. 
It is. And like, you, you know how there are some people out there that just like revel in being contrary. Yeah. It feels if that has to be the thing, right? Because why watch enter the dragon? This is someone who doesn't like action movies. Clearly. So why are you watching enter the dragon? Unless it's just so you can shit on it. Just Complain so about you, it. Yeah. Just so you can, you don't like that an action movie has a fucking nine star user rating. So I'm going to watch this and then I'm going to go on the internet and I'm going to give it one star. Dane, because we pe- went people to the should movies. be watching the Beethoven biopic. Dane, mm. we went to the movies drunk to watch Justice League. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Why did we go and see it? Because <laughs> we like being annoyed sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, like, but this, that, that's all in good fun, you know? Yeah. This, this, this is like, it sounds like they didn't have fun watching, like they were just sitting there being mad, you know, he wasn't laughing. And if he was laughing, it wasn't in that, in a jovial way. It's more like, ha ha ha, how stupid, how terrible. And obscene this is. This is not cinema. Do you think he watched this by himself or was he sitting next to someone screaming at them as he watched it? No, definitely by himself. Oh, I kind of imagine him pointing at the TV going, look, look at that. What is that? (laughs) I just imagine a lot of scoffing. Yeah. A lot of scoffing and a a lot of scoffing (laughs) and a lot of patronizing chuckles. Uh... Oh, oh, he's got his shirt off again. Ugh. See, it's like the the the. This it's, is it's like a porno. There's, there's aspects of this movie you don't like, mm. but you are aware enough to realize that that's probably why a lot of people do like it. Yeah. This guy just doesn't get it and doesn't want to even try. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, like, it's just, it's like, no, how can anyone like this? No, it's like, it's, it's very easy to go, uh, you know, um, clearly people like this stuff, but it's not for me. This is the kind know? of person who says, um, why does anyone listen to rap music when there's Bach? Yeah. Gross. That's purists. The- that's the impression I'm I'm getting. This was written so this, by Ben Shapiro. Who do you think uh, Harry Plinkett's favorite filmmaker is? Uh, Orson Welles. You think? <laughs> uh, oh, oh God. Mm, no, maybe like P.T. Anderson. <laughs> no, Kubrick. Who's, who's who is who's boring? Ron Howard? No, but still considered uh, in high... Ron Howard's, like, celebrated, isn't he? People love Ron Howard. Oh, yeah. Fucking everyone's just got the fireworks going for Ron Howard. Robert Zemeckis? I don't know. (laughs) Who likes Ron Howard? My dad. No, he doesn't like Ron Howard. Yes, he does. My dad always gets excited when there's a new Ron Howard movie. Are you serious? Yeah. That's adorable. That's so weird. 
Ron Howard is the most boring filmmaker. He's just he 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 knows how to pick them. He's he just, he's. He just I don't think he's out never these... made a. He's never not made a safe film ever. Yeah, he just churns out these like safe, nothing, blur. I like some Ron Howard movies, but they're safe films. They're Name not one. What's one Ron Howard movie that you? I like? liked Frost Nixon. No, but a lot of the dialogue was transcripts from the yeah. the Robert Frost Nixon interview. So like, I could just watch the original ones, but I bought into the drama. Yeah, um, but yeah, but then just watch the the doco. Yeah, that's all. Just yeah, I know. I know. Well, okay, now I need better. to find another one because. You know, you're making me... Did he do Apollo 11? Yeah, he did. I don't like that one that much. Yeah. Um, Apollo uh, 9-11 and the spaceship crashes into the Twin Towers. Uh, that should be Tarantino's next film. He likes to change his. He did The Grinch. Who doesn't like The Grinch? Ron Howard directed The Grinch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have a soul? Because you like the Grinch, don't you? <laughs> I like Jim Carrey. Did you um, see that video of, of him doing the Grinch smile in that interview recently? No. Oh, you should check that out. It's good? Yeah, it went viral for a day. Because people were like, oh, the Grinch smile is real. Like, they didn't do anything to right. alter that. Like, Jim Carrey can just pull that face. And it's, it's, it's real creepy looking. Right. Oh, uh, another one that I liked. I didn't like the Da Vinci Code, mm. but Angels and Demons was fun because it was stupid. I didn't. I didn't fucking. So that's it. That's all you've got. Yeah. Well, you know, like you, you put me in a corner, bro. Like, you know, just back the fuck off. I'm going to pick Ron Howard very soon. Oh, don't do that. Oh, okay, <laughs> do it. Pick Ron Howard. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no, um, no, you're calling oh, he did my Willow. Bluff. I like Willow. What's Willow? You've never seen Willow? Like the fucking fantasy film with like Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer and he's like a okay. dwarf. Right. I know that movie. You cannot give me shit for not seeing that movie. It is one of the most famous bombs in history. No hey, Willow's good shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> George Lucas didn't even see Willow and he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway we should we should probably give our closing statements for uh uh enter the dragon what what are your final thoughts and fart rating for enter the dragon um yeah it's um it's pretty good um it's uh better than it deserves to be for the first half and then kind of becomes a bit mundane in the second half um it's, you know, worth watching if you're, like, a, a big fan of action films. You can see, like, what, you know, things that this has been influenced by. So, but if you just kind of don't really give a shit, you just want to watch, a, you know, a, a, an action movie. You can do a lot worse than this. Yeah, you can do a lot worse, but you can also just watch a Jackie Chan movie. And that's, fight scenes are way cooler. Just watch John Wick again. I've never seen a um, Hong Kong Jackie Chan movie before. Yeah. I've only seen his American stuff. The Tuxedo. 
Yes, the medallion. See, if if Bruce Lee hadn't have died, like he's a, he's a legend now, mm. right? But if Bruce Lee hadn't have died, he would probably be ending up doing all that stupid shit Jackie Chan eventually did. I, I mean, need to see more Jackie Chan. I like, like Jackie Chan. He'd be like doing the tuxedo and Rush Hour 3. I, I was looking at trivia for this film and apparently uh, Jackie Chan was like one of the extras slash fight coordinators for this film. Oh, that's cool. And um, Bruce Lee struck him in the face with a stick, apparently. <laughs> and um, and felt so bad that he apologized and said that like he would like he would let him work on all of his movies. <laughs> after this because he felt bad and then he died and <laughs> couldn't fulfill the promise damn which is sad um so what if it, it came out that it was jackie chan that killed bruce lee no i i there's theories as to who killed him and i really want to go into that next episode because it's do you know they show in the next movie we're watching game of death there's actually they actually use footage from his funeral in the film oh that's tasteful isn't that fucked up yeah. Uh, anyway, Enter the Dragon, I had a lot of fun with. Um, yeah, you. I, I'd argue that it wasn't the first half, but it was the first two thirds of the movie that I think really nailed it on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it kind of does lose its way a little bit and just becomes confusing excuses to fight. But, you know, and I, and I really wish they, like, lent more into the, the tournament stuff, but... In terms of the film, as its you know, as its individual pieces, I thought Bruce Lee was fantastic. I thought the supporting actors were great as well. John Saxton, who I'm swear to God, I've only ever seen him in a few things like, you know, uh, what is it, Nightmare on Elm Street? He plays the dad. I thought he was pretty cool. Um, some of the cinematography is awesome. Like, there's even some bits where I like their first person, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty crazy for this sort of film. Mm. Um, Bruce Lee's, yeah, very charming and, you know, I, I, I really liked it. I even liked the fight scenes. I like the noises he makes. But, yeah, I really just wish it was a bit more focused. Um, and I, I just wish that they could have used the tournament to really lean into the, the action more. Do you know what I mean? Like, instead of it just being fighting goons in a, in a, in a, in a laboratory, have the fights be... More like the one with the guy that he absolutely just beats the shit out of. Like, mm-hmm. have it like there are all these henchmen that he has to get through to get to the big boss man. Could you imagine if it was uh, the winner has to fight the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought that was going to happen. That would have been cool. That could have made it... Or And even if at the end he chickens out and then he has to chase him. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if, if they just gone with that a bit more, I think it would have just made more sense that there was a tournament, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I, I, I wish he didn't die so I could see more of this, to be honest. Yeah, that's little, the thing. It's so it's so tragic. You know, um, I, I am going to watch his earlier films, but this is, the f- this is apparently the most commercial and mm. the one that kind of has the most uh, things going right for it. Like, mm. I think apparently his older ones are more just the fights, which is you know, awesome, but I, I like the narrative stuff too. So yeah, for me, seven farts out of 10. Yeah. I also give it a seven. Yeah. Fair. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's really well made, but yeah, I feel like that last third just misses, the, misses the mark for me. 
Yeah, just it seemed just an ex like yeah they literally were just like oh we haven't had enough fighting we just need to fill in as much as we can because mm. we've got Bruce Lee here. <laughs> anyway, um, on the next episode we're watching Game of Death, the movie that he shot a few scenes of before uh, this movie. He started production on this movie and was planning to go back and finish it, but then died tragically. And uh, the studios made a Frankenstein version of it to... Uh, you know how we were getting confused as to what year Game of Death came out? Mm. That's because there was the production year, which was 73. But then they, by the time they finished editing it, it was 78. Right. So that's why we were all like, what the fuck? What year did this movie come out? So, yeah. Um, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again later in the week. Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs>